this is Tyler Aber. You know what not to call me. And guess what? You're listening to the WNS Podcast. You, you. You're listening to the official Wrestling News Source Podcast. For all of your information, go to WrestlingNewsSource.com or check us out on Facebook by searching WrestlingNewsSource.com or WNS Podcast. You can also find us on YouTube, Twitter, Stitcher, and iTunes by searching Wrestling News Source Podcast or WNS Podcast. Now being broadcast in over 45 different countries, here are your hosts, Daniel Heron, Tyler A. Bear, and Doug. That's right. What's up, everyone? I am Daniel Heron. I am Tyler Eber. I'm Doug. We welcome you to episode 193 of the official podcast for WrestlingNewsSource.com. For all of your information, go to WrestlingNewsSource.com. Check us out on Facebook, WrestlingNewsSource.com. You can find us on Facebook, WNS Podcast, on YouTube, WNS Video, and on iTunes, Wrestling News Source Podcast. Check us out on Stitcher, Beyond Pod, and Player.fm. Just search Wrestling News Source Podcast to find us. Uh, please follow us on Twitter at WNS Podcast. Follow Daniel at WNS underscore Daniel. Follow Tyler at Tyler underscore Aver. And you can also follow Tyler at Tyler underscore Aver on Twitter as we are approaching, vastly approaching, that one million follower mark. All right. What we got? 40 now? Uh, I don't know. I haven't checked it lately. But uh, yeah, we're getting there. You can also find us on Twitch by going to twitch.tv slash WNS podcast. And we do some uh, live video game streaming of either WWE 2K14 or Destiny. Which uh, Tyler and I have started or picking up. Or when we play Destiny, that means no one watches us. No one watches. When we play wrestling, play people watch us. <laughs> they they come in droves to watch us play wrestling, but no one no one for Destiny. No. Well, this is a wrestling podcast. Yeah. So. Well, you can switch it up a bit. No, no, I'm not, I, I'm not saying, but I mean, if you can't fault someone, if that's where their interest yeah, lies. I yeah. No, we're just, uh, just picking around. So welcome to the show. Got a huge show to talk about. Got a lot... To cover, going to dive into some feedback, going to talk about NXT TakeOver 2, going to talk about Raw, going to give you our Night of Champions predictions, Total Divas, Hot Topics, Q&A, and more like um, that. Well, we were talking about Destiny a while ago, I know it's a wrestling podcast, but yeah. uh, if any listeners are on like uh, 360 or whatever, mm-hmm. hit us up or tell us your name, whatever. Yeah. Because me and Daniel, uh, yeah, me and Daniel are on uh, Xbox 360. We've been kicking ass. Yeah, y'all like partied up or whatever. Yeah, we do. Yeah. What? Uh, so what are y'all playing? What I mean, what Chloe class were you guys? What? Warlock. We're warlock. Both warlocks. Yeah. And we didn't. We didn't like. Hey, hey, we're both be warlocks. We just picked it. Yeah. What level are you guys? Thirteen. Uh, Twelve or thirteen. Oh, are you guys, what like uh, species are you? I don't know. I'm like robot. Exo, a human. I'm robot. That's exo. Oh yeah, I'm that robot. <laughs> we were like the yeah. same thing. We're both warlock and robots. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. I started playing. I was like, I have like a, I have like three separate games going. I, <laughs> I have like a level eight like uh, exo titan that I was playing, and then uh, Jane Easy came over, so we were like co-oping. He like we sort of like did another one like together, and um, so we were playing a. He wanted to be a warlock, so we have like an exo warlock going on. And then I sort of, now that I sort of like understand a little better about the game, I started over a hunter. Like, he's like a level do you eight do, now, uh, too. I'd probably be like a level 20 if I have like all my game kind of like combined. <laughs> I'd be like a level do 20. Do you do any crucible stuff? No, I, I like, I 
I picked some up from the bounty hunter deer from the the guys in the tower or whatever, but uh, I didn't. I didn't. I get my it. butt kicked, but like the last two times I was in the crucible, we did the uh, capture the flag six on six. My team oh, yeah. won two times. I was nice. like, great. Yeah, I'm a level twelve warlock exo male. Nice. Oh, how do you get that? Is it like an app? Yeah. Just look, search destiny. Okay, I want to get that. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah. And I uh, since so- I got destiny, I got the 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 twelfth month thing for xbox gold for 50 dollars and i also got a mic so we did y'all got the did you y'all go ahead and get the expansion pack already i, I did not i did what's like 40 bucks or something mm-hmm. there's actually going to be two expansion packs one coming out in a little bit then one in 2015 sometime yeah i got the season pass i didn't know it was going to cost that much whenever i went to go pick up the game who i was like hey let me get the shirt and he was like would you like to get the season pass i'm like yeah sure why not oh they sell you on and, a lot of shit yeah, I was like, yeah, sure, why not? He was like, okay, cool. It gets you the, you know, all, it, it gets you all the DLC and all that. Yeah, he told me, and then he was like, okay, it'll be, uh, you know, because I got the shirt to go with it. And he was like, okay, it'll, it'll be like sixty something dollars. And I was like, no, I, I already reserved and paid off the game. He like, he goes, no, dude, the uh, the, the <laughs> season pass was forty bucks. I'm like, what? <laughs> I'm like, all right, whatever, I don't care. I saw, yeah, like the guy <laughs> asked me whenever I was. Uh, when I just happened to see it on a piece of paper on the desk, and I saw it was like forty bucks. I was like, "He's gonna ask me about that." I was like, "Not today, though." I, I do. I'll the, get it uh, later. The stupidest shit or whatever. Like, uh, we'll be going to the tower, or we'll meet <laughs> up to people, and they're standing right there. And me and him will just go around and start dancing and stuff like. Do you that. have like a party name or whatever? Do I have like a thing? Uh, like a clan? Yeah. Or like a uh, or I no. set one up for WNS podcast. It's oh, not really? cross platform though. That's what sucks. It's not. Oh, that sucks. Well, I mean, I, well, I mean, it would be cool if it was. I doubt that it is. I don't. I, I would I assume that. Well, it's I know not. Rooster Teeth has one, um, and they're pretty big. So I, th- I mean, I think it might be just open to anyone, but I don't know. No, what I mean, like, we're not gonna be able to like nah. meet up cross platforms. No, right. That kind of sucks. What sucks is also when you go to like the like the moon or Earth or whatever. You can't if you see another person, you can't really kill them. Yeah. Even though I know it's a dick thing, but I just want to go up to him and like force push him or whatever. <laughs> Not force. I say it like I'm like a Jedi. The stuff where I can get yeah, him and like melee. disintegrate him or whatever. Yeah. Melee. Him. It's pretty fun though. It really is. It is. It is a lot of fun. It's a. Uh, it's a bit repetitive, but it's still. It's still a lot of fun. Well, I mean, it's got that whole MMO grinding thing where you're like, you want to level up? We'll go fucking spend some time killing some fuckers. Or yeah, if you want to do that, or hey. If you get the if you defeat this guy, you have to def- you have to grind until he drops a special loot. Dude, I you know that fucking um that spider tank thing <laughs> that's on. Oh my god, we spent a if, while on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That there's like an event one that happens, but Ooh. I just like uh just like running through like the earth like close like if you go like as far as you can back up against the wall, you run into one and there was like no one around. It was just me and I was like. I'm gonna kill this fucker, but I died like 50 times. I was just like shooting at his legs. Like it was yeah. like 48, 48, 48, 48. I was like, yeah, fuck. that's how it was for us. We were standing like on opposite sides of like this pillar. Yeah, so and, it was uh, blocked. So we were shooting them when we came to the legs and stuff. That would build up though. See, it took us about 30 good minutes. That that to, level to was it. a three man thing. There's this guy with us, and then he dropped out. He's so we were two man and everything, which was it was kind of hard. But we stuck to a plan. Yeah, we defeated everything. We so kicked fuck ass. that guy. We didn't need him. Uh, well, right. uh, let me ask you this because there's something I don't understand. Maybe you guys can help. What's the deal with? Okay. Some of the armor is rated. I've got armor that's four le- levels lower than me. That's rated higher than the armor that I that I've got for a higher level. Does that make sense? To what I'm saying. Do you understand what say I'm saying? Say it again. Okay. Say I've got. 
just for instance, say you got like level one armor that's rated higher than level three armor that you have, like something that you have to be level the three stats. to have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, how is that possible? Also, like guns, like I'll, I will see like a, I'll have like a, a gun that I need a higher level to be, but like the stats are worse than like lower levels. I, it's weird. I don't it's get just it. How it is. I don't get it. It's just it how it is. What type? Do you of just armor? always pick the? What's over the highest number is? I do. I technically don't at times. Do you, I, do you right compare now, or whatever? I, I compare what I do right now. I'm not keeping any white armor. I'm trying to go for green, which it has more stats yeah. on it. And the uncommon strength, stuff. The uncommon. Now, if you do stuff in a crucible, if you're higher winnings or whatever, you can get uh, blue. That could be rare armor, too. I'm trying to get, go for blue so I can have higher, decent armor. Yeah. So you compare. You don't just look at the number. I try to keep all the green ones, and then I compare them from there. And then if you fight with like a gun for a while or whatever, you can upgrade the gun. Yeah, you can whatever, upgrade a gun. Whatever armor, or armor, whatever armor for me is the highest is the one I'm going to wear. Well, see the thing, the, the tricky thing is that some of it's maybe a little bit lower, but it gives you like boosts your intelligence, yeah, or your strength yeah. or whatever. Yeah. So whatever for armor, whatever happens to be the highest rank, that's what I'm going to wear. Um, but as far as weapons, whatever I'm, whatever I'm enjoying the most is what I'm going to use. Like I, you know, I'll get a high level sniper rifle, but I suck at sniping, so I'm not going to use that. See um, those? That's got those get me fucking weirded out too because I've got some like, like, fifty nine ranked like sniper rifle, but then when I compare it to something that's like a forty something, it's like mm-hmm. not. It, it doesn't balance. It's weird. It's like weird, I don't know. Yeah. I don't. I agree. Also, like I'm such an OCD fuckhead that like I don't want. I hate like. Do you get rid of your low-level shit? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I do. I want to keep it all, and I know that I can't. There's not even enough spots, but I'm just like, I don't, I don't want to do it. Go to the tower of... and put some in the storage. There's still, there's nothing. Yeah. That's like 20 extra spaces or something. Yeah. There's like no way. Weird. <laughs> I don't know. Just get what? rid of all your weak stuff. That's how you get some extra cash, by the way. Yeah. You dismantle it. The, I mean, it's harder. I mean, like, I have enough glimmer. I think I, like, I need some, whatever, what's the V thing? The, uh. Vanguard. Vanguard. Yeah, I need Vanguard. I'm doing bounties right now, like just grinding it out, trying to get some Vanguard. Mm-hmm. I, I have a bad habit of uh, when we're in middle mission, people are like, I'm going off, like, hey, there's loot right there. Like, and Daniel's <laughs> like, Tyler, we have to fight this guy. There's loot in here, though. <laughs> These guys are shooting me. <laughs> Give me some backup. Like, I'm getting this loot first. Yeah. So, uh, so for those of you who are listening who have picked up Destiny and for those specifically who have picked it up for the Xbox 360. Hey, welcome to the Destiny podcast. Yeah, uh, we're switching sorry. it up this week. No, uh, but yeah, uh, let us know, and uh, who knows, maybe you can join on our yeah. fire team and stuff like that. And if you got it for the PlayStation 4, let Doug know so uh, so y'all can gang up with him. Don't put my shit out. I don't want to be on a. <laughs> I don't want to be a clan if it's not with you guys. I don't well, want. You should have gotten it for the Xbox 360. Hey, why would I want? Why should I buy the inferior version? You guys update. Oh, that's true. That's true. I was thinking about it, but yeah. Well, hit Sushan up when you get a chance. He'll play with you. Yeah. Well, I mean, may- maybe let me know. If you're someone we talk to, I'll probably play with you. But I don't want some random message from someone. I've, we've hey, I heard to. this. Uh, you know, I <laughs> thought this was a wrestling podcast. We are talking about Destiny. Hit me up, dude. <laughs> yeah, I don't even know you, but okay. Yeah. What's what his name? Dag? <laughs> I mean, if it's someone we know because we talk to him all the time, right. sure, let me know. We'll, we'll play. But uh, I've never talked to you. I don't know. Don't message me about that. Yeah. Yeah, cool. not only did I put it on the internet, I put it on our YouTube page, WNS Video, Sweet. for you to check out how Tyler and I play Destiny. Oh, I talk trash the whole time <laughs> on there, too. I just, like, I, like, curse, like, the whole time. I'm, like... It cracked me up when we first started playing, because you're like, oh, I can't curse. My parents are here. 
Our oh, I said I was like that. They're outside, and I go like, "Fuck this guy!" I said it out loud. I was like, "Oh shit, they're right there." Because <laughs> last time I said that, my mom was like, "Tyler, stop that." What kind of assault? What kind of assault rifle do you prefer? You like the pulse? You like the like the fully the semi? What's the, the one where like is it pulse or is it fusion where you shoot them with electricity and it'll disintegrate them and stuff? That's like secondary. That's like the that's the yeah. Pulse he rifle. uses that all the time. Yeah, I fucking can't stand that. I like that one. He I charges it up and just blasts people like away. Like this motherfucker. I do that, and then I always go, I'm, I'm a melee person. Shields, it's I'm like, a fucking melee person. Like, he, like, may shoot him from back there. I'm like, I'm going up to his fucking face. I'm going to fucking kill you. Yeah, I'm. Dude, I got to, um, I started, my third game, I started with a um, Hunter, and he, he melees with a knife, but he, like, once you upgrade, he'll, he can, like, throw the knife, too. It's like, oh, wow. That's that. cool. That's pretty cool. Yeah. And, uh, yeah pretty good bonuses and yeah. stuff so uh i'm i'm enjoying the warlock i mean it's pretty cool what's your what do you use for primary mostly um probably just my you know assault rifle just uh, I, like a heavy I got gun. some well, uh, yeah that was because i was running out of ammo at the at the moment I see when i got i just like i just now got my heavy uh my heavy like weapon bonus and it was like you want a heavy machine gun or you want the rocket launcher it's like pfft. Of course, I want the rocket launcher. Yeah, See, but it kind of sucks. I, I had a weak it. rocket launcher. Now, like, I got a green uh, machine gun. I was like, "Fuck yeah!" <laughs> See, I have no problem like hanging back and and picking people off from a distance. Tyler over here is like, "I'm gonna go melee everyone," and then he's like, "Oh shit, I'm dead." <laughs> then I'm like, well, "Crap!" Now I have to come and revive you and hope that I don't die. And, you should snipe. Them, dude. Yeah. No. See, I'm not good with sniping. Because, like, you have to zoom in too much, and I'm not good at and that. Then and we got a kick because we were, like, now we're, like, 12 or 13, so we're going to, like, the first level. We're like, <laughs> these guys are fucking easy. <laughs> we're picking off all the all the level twos and yeah. threes and getting all the points for beating it on hard. Well, I've got, like, three level eights. If I had just put it on one game, I'd be, like, a 24 or something. Yeah. So... We need to it's fucking. Dumb. We need to get into this podcast instead of talking about Destiny. Sorry, because sorry, uh, sorry. Uh, you know that way we can get done with the podcast, go home and play Destiny. So there you go. So welcome to the show. As we're you know fourteen minutes in. That's yeah, current event ish. It is. It's it very is. Yeah, current. Yeah, yeah, I agree. So it's it's something good to talk about. So so yeah. Um, so we had a lot to talk about this week. Uh, gonna dive into some feedback that we got first. First bit of feedback we have is from Parker saying, "Congrats on 2,000 subscribers on YouTube." So thank, thank you. you, thanks thank to you. all thanks, those Parker. who are listening. Thanks, Parker. Um, would thanks. love to yeah, see. Yeah, thanks for everybody. Parker Lewis can't lose. Yeah, so uh, would love, love to see show. more love of the uh, the 2,000 subscribers uh, participate a little bit more in our videos. If y'all could, that'd be awesome. Um, so yeah, so if you've subscribed to us on iTunes or Stitcher, we certainly appreciate that as well. We can always tell. Um, cause sometimes iTunes doesn't upload according to plan. It, you know, it, iTunes is fickle. Uh, we don't know when it's going to upload fickle. the episode. Sometimes it's right away. Sometimes it's like six days later. Sometimes it's two weeks later. We never really know, but we, you know, I check the numbers quite often and you can always tell like once it's been uploaded to iTunes because the numbers just jump up. Well, you see Samoa Joe, the numbers don't lie. The numbers don't lie. So we know that there's a lot of people listening on iTunes and if you're listening on iTunes, we certainly appreciate it. Please let us know on our Facebook page if you are listening on uh, on iTunes. We would certainly appreciate it. We are it. a weekly show. So if yes. it's not there, then go look elsewhere maybe. Yeah. Unless you're just dead set on iTunes. Yeah. Unless you don't have iTunes or you don't have Stitcher and you 
refuse to subscribe to YouTube, then I don't know what to tell you after that. Yeah. Do it. Do it. Player dot Yeah. Player.fm, there you go. So, uh, yeah, next bit of uh, feedback we have is from uh, Sayer or Odin saying, I'm sorry, guys, for not listening to the last eight or so podcast. I have liked it and played it while I slept for a view count. Uh, Another solid podcast. Great to have back on my schedule. That's fine, man. Daniel listens to the podcast while he sleeps, too. I used to. I don't anymore. Well, thanks for at least uh, giving us the play as well. Yeah. The thumbs up. Appreciate that. Thanks, and dude. to clarify, I put my iPod on shuffle. You know it's weird when you wake up to go <laughs> to work in the morning and you hear yourself in Daniel's bedroom. <laughs> yeah, that was a long time ago. It's really weird when I wake up and hear you both in Daniel's bedroom. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Wait, what are you doing waking up in my bedroom? <laughs> Wild night. Yeah. <laughs> How did I get here? <laughs> next, next bit of feedback we have is from Richard. Um... Are, are we still out on this one on on what type of fan he I is? I still think it's I still think it's um I think it's more apparent that he is running game of yeah. some sort. Okay, well Richard says people can hate on Cena all day every day. One thing that will never change is my belief in the uncrowned champ. Cedar, Cena haters going to hate. At least Cena shows up night after night. Where is Brock? Probably watching John Cena matches on the WWE Network for 9.99. C Nation for life. HLR. Let's go Cena. John Cena will leave Brock Lesnar in a pile of fruity pebbles at Night of Champions. I could go for some fruity pebbles right I now. think Paul Heyman is scared and may turn on Brock and become a John Cena guy. Brock can't even show up on Raw. At least Cena is is there. Wrestling fans forget the E in WWE stands for entertainment. If you aren't entertained by John Cena and the WWE, turn the channel. Secretly, all of the people that hate on John Cena are closet Cena fans. Give in and cheer for Cena. Deep down in your hearts, you know you want to cheer for Cena. After Night of Champions, Cena will be the one that made the beast his biatch. Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Richard Adkins, and I am a John Cena guy. I can't tell. <laughs> no, 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 I mean, I can tell you're a John Cena guy. I just can't You can tell, tell that he's a John Cena guy. I just can't tell if someone's messing with me. What do you think, Doug? I mean, I think it's somebody running a game. I think it's someone who either was... I'm waiting saw... for the Cena is love, Cena is life. Yeah, I think line. it's someone trying to one-up Seth or Seth... <laughs> or Seth's like running like separate angles or hmm might have to investigate further yeah, I'm not sure. so final bit of feedback we have is from our buddy Occam City saying hey guys great podcast as always the NXT match on Raw wasn't a super great match but it was really enjoyable and I think that's what made it stick out in everyone's mind especially with all the guys that work a slow match style I really hated the season premiere mentions on Raw we all know it's scripted and mapped out but what keep what keeps people interested is the selling selling of the reality. Having it called a season premiere is like WWE waving waving the white flag on that aspect. Their Jericho Wyatt match was dull and boring to me, and just like their SummerSlam match, um, the Jericho leap off the cage was appreciated. But one of the things that drives me crazy is when people call a match amazing or awesome just because of one high spot. And good God, if anyone from the WWE is listening to this podcast, please remove the spikes from the cage before you impale someone. And not to mention, it takes away from the cage coming down to trap someone in a cage when the crew has to line up the spikes with the base. So thank you for that feedback. Yeah, I I agree with most of what Occam City is saying. Um... I can see how the season premiere stuff would uh, be a problem mm-hmm. for some people. It didn't necessarily bother me. It didn't uh, 
I don't know. I see where he's coming from. It just it, it didn't bother me to that extent. It didn't really take me out. I mean, there's it was fine for me. Okay. I agree mostly. Good stuff. So thank you for thank you everyone for the feedback. Certainly do appreciate it. But um, over the over the last week, uh, I know Tyler and I we both got to check out NXT Takeover Two. Uh, on the WWE Network, good stuff. A lot of good, uh, good performances from all the uh, all the participants. Uh, Tyler, what do you think about NXT? Yeah, I agree. Um, I'm trying to remember all the matches in my head. Like I can't remember the first thing. I know that sounds horrible. I don't know what was the first. There was a tag match. With the tag the, was the, the uh, first. Uh, I think so. I don't, I don't know. Maybe. I think Mojo Raleigh was the opener. Uh. No, that was not. <laughs> um, yeah, to me. Since I guess it's a it's a smaller place and a more intimate feel, it had like a different feel to it, like yeah. how the people came out with like their music and like how people reacted to it. It's like this is totally different, you know, mm-hmm. and how like the announcers or commentators put them over and all that stuff. I have a new guy that I really really like. Yeah, it is. Uh, uh, oh crap! I forgot his name is. Uh, <laughs> He's your guy, and Amore. you don't even know his name. Amore. Uh, Enzo? Enzo Amore. Yeah? That guy, like, uh, was he How like you a, doing? It's like a, would you count that like a, a kind of like an Italian, or no, that's New Yorker. Kind yeah. Of, I don't know what you're doing. Maybe Brooklyn. Brooklyn? I don't know. I don't know the, the Northeast like how accents or how he well. talks and stuff, and like how like he wants to fight. I don't know. I really, I really dug him. Yeah? And yeah. the leopard print on his head. All the pictures I've ever seen of him, he just looked kind of crazy. Yeah. Or like goofy what he wore and stuff like and you're that. You're a fan of it? Yeah, good stuff. I am, and how he talked. And, mm-hmm. and, and people uh, were definitely behind him. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, like like you said, that you know, it's an, in, it's an intimate environment. The crowd gets it because they're there, you know, every single week. So, they, you know, they get to go and just cut loose, and it's on a college campus. So, uh, you know, even more, more so a reason for the crowd to be rowdy. Um, good action. A lot of lot of good matches. Um, I enjoyed the tag match with the Ascension and the uh, what was it, the Lucha Dragons or what? Yeah, what were they calling them? Something like that. Something similar. I don't know. But it was a. Uh, I, I like them, but there's something I don't like. I don't know what. Hmm. About who? The Lucha Dragons. Yeah. Dragon Lucha, whatever. Okay, but uh, yeah, I mean, we got to see a lot of good action. Some good matches. I liked um. Oh my gosh, Bailey versus uh, Charlotte. Charlotte, I yeah. like that match. They put on a, a good match as well. Um, the women's division is just something else over at NXT. It's sort of like, you know, yeah, it's owned by WWE, but it's like its own product over there. Which, which I know is it's good. like different. And like, eh, I know you got to create your own path and you got to do what you, you can do and learn their stuff. But mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of those guys are not going to make it on the main roster. I, I hate to yeah. say that, but I, there's some people that are determined to do that, and I believe that they can. Yeah, and it's sort of, you know, you and I talked about it a little bit before we started the show. You know, it's sort of like they're told, hey, here's your gimmick, make it work, and, you know, if that happens, maybe we'll take this another step further or something. But, One thing um, I was confused about, remember the Enzo uh, versus, um, it was a French guy. I don't remember. I don't know, but like it was like whoever loses will shave their head. Mm-hmm. Well, the guy that was with the French guy, I guess he's French too. They uh, never shaved his head. Yeah, but when they found him in the back and they had a towel on his head, his head was shaved. That was the secret formula or whatever that was in that bucket. It like just disintegrated his hair or something. Yeah, that's that uh, was kind of hokey. It's, for yeah, me. it's a little hokey, but 
you know, I feel like that's what NXT is. You know, it's sort of a, you know, a gimmicky, fun, you know, action and environment. Whereas the WWE is more of a more quote reality based, you know, environment. Um, I know I'm gonna say this name wrong. Kenta came out and you know, yeah, their name. Hideo, he, damn it, Hideo <laughs> tell me. I'm sorry if I get it wrong. It's Kenta. <laughs> Kenta. Until I remember it, he shall be known as Kenta. Doug, do you happen? Did you happen to hear what it I was? Believe it's pronounced Hideo Tomi. Hideo Tomi. That's it. Okay. Oh. And he will be in action next uh, episode. Yeah, this week, this That's Thursday. Right. So, uh, so good stuff. So I have to check that out. So, um, all in all, NXT really, you know, they delivered once again. They have, they have been, you know, top the main notch. Event was great. Yeah. They've been top notch uh, every time they've put on these special events, um, you know, and that kind of makes me wonder, like, you know, with with the hype that is going into it, should the WWE maybe take up something similar to it? Like, I know they're trying to get money with their pay per views, you know, once a month, but should they shrink it down to maybe you know eight a year or six a year? Just make it you know a little more special to, for people to tune in and be like, you can't miss this, you know, because like. I, I'll be honest. I don't watch NXT on a weekly basis, but whenever they have one of their special events, I'm like, I'm watching this because I know I'm getting I check some it good out products. Every now and then, when I get on the network, yeah. But it's just like I know I'm going to be getting a good product. Can you say that about a WWE pay per view? Mm, it's kind of hit and miss. Yeah. You know. So I don't know. You know what you remind me of? What do I remind you of? A person who doesn't get hype, they stay hype. Okay, so uh, so all in all, NXT TakeOver 2, very uh, very enjoyable. If you have the network, make sure you check it out if you didn't get around to it. Um, really good stuff. So, But with that being said, it's time to dive on into the go-home show for Raw before Night of Champions taking place this Sunday. Uh, we kick things off with Paul Heyman um, wanting to call out John Cena. John Cena comes out and says, hey, man, I told you. Um, Last week, if uh, if Lesnar's not here, then I'm going to be fighting you because I'm wanting to fight someone. So uh, Heyman convinces, or, you know, pleading, you know, oh, his, his plane was delayed and there's nothing I can do. He's on his way. Um, so Cena says, well, I'm going to give you until halftime to, uh, to Why produce. Half-time? Why say halftime? Because it was Monday Night Football, and once – Literally, once they went to halftime, that's whenever this the second segment happened. Huh. Yeah, because they knew a lot of people changed the channels during halftime of Monday Night Football. So, uh, so yeah. So, Paul Heyman um, gets dragged to the back by John Cena. Kind of bullyish, I, don't, I, I would say. Um, or very Bully. forceful, you could say. Um, and thrown into his, John Cena's locker room. Where he then proceeds to get the great Kali to stand dormant at the door, uh, preventing dormant. Paul Heyman to uh, to let anyone out. So, what did you think about this opening segment there, Doug? Uh, I wasn't feeling it. I felt like it was sort of sort of felt like crossed wires. Um, felt like they for uh, a couple of weeks ago they were sort of like teasing maybe some. Uh, Maybe teasing the the loss he got to John Cena's head, and maybe they were gonna, you know, mess with his character a little bit. That, you know, a lot of people have been sort of clamoring for that sort of stuff, and mm-hmm. 
they sort of um, hinted at it with the whole I'm going to sue if, uh, if you don't give me my rematch, that whole Triple H thing. And it seemed like they were going to hint at it or touch at it again here where he because he said that he you know if Brock wasn't there he was going to take it out on uh, Heyman himself so but but that's not really what we got so I don't know it's sort of seemed sort of mixed up to me um, I don't think if he's not gonna it's sort of hard for me to talk about this or my feelings about this without talk, including the middle segment well, we can include the middle okay. segment well um if you're good, I feel like it's fine for Cena to do the whole thing where he's gonna, you know, forcefully take uh, Heyman and lock him up if he or fight him if he can't get to Lesnar. Mm-hmm. If you're gonna follow through on the, uh, we're gonna, you know, mess with Cena's character a bit, make him seem maybe more edgy or maybe um, less uh, like a true blue good guy mm-hmm. that a lot of people seem to want. I feel like it's fine to do that, but ultimately. That's not really what he ultimately, like, stopped. He didn't cross the line, ultimately. Right. So it was sort of like this weird amalgam of, like, making him edgy but keeping him true to his values. And also the the Heyman stuff I didn't like as well. I know a lot of people will just blame Cena for this sucking, but I, 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 didn't, I didn't connect with the Heyman stuff either because if Heyman knew all along that he could just call his bluff, then why, why didn't he just do that? In the opening segment, right? You know what I'm saying that 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 didn't meet up for me either. And plus, I, I just felt like I, this was definitely not your a game Heyman stuff. This was pretty weak. He, he resorted to your sort of lowest level, like insulting Cena by saying the the kids are the people who cheer for you, which is so such low hanging fruit. And <laughs> I expect so much more out of a guy like Heyman. Yeah. And uh, I mean, who? I just don't understand why the it just seems so sort of lame that the the comment that crossed the line with Cena was he said that he didn't have any testicles and the, it just was so sort of lame for me. Yeah, I felt that they, that was lame even for Heyman. <laughs> I just I don't know. I I didn't like any part of this from either any side. Um, I think maybe he was just trying to you know keep pushing him a little bit. I don't know. Yeah, keep, keep poking the bear until. Yeah, but nope, don't do that. <laughs> yeah, but after he had said everything, like he had already said, what's oh, you don't have any balls either. I mean, that, that just seems so lame to me. Like yeah. I, I don't know. Like that's to nuts, me, that's sorry. not something that's gonna make me like turn back around and you son of a bitch! I've got balls! I've got balls right here! Check right. them out. <laughs> Rub them on your face, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know. Just like none of this worked for me, and Cena's part, Heyman's part, none of it worked. I, I don't think it works from the context of causing Cena to doubt himself or his values. I don't mm-hmm. think it works from either either way you go. Either way you spin it, it just didn't work for me. Yeah. And also, uh, one thing that didn't work for me was the bodyguard, the great colleague. Not only did he fail his job by letting Paul Heyman out of the room to try and make a phone call, he also let a cameraman in the room, and then he broke private property by smashing Paul Heyman's phone. What a terrible bodyguard. What know. a terrible doorman. I don't know. I felt like he did a pretty decent yeah. job. He no. did a good job. I don't know. He is the not-so-great Kali. I don't know. He's a very great Kali. <laughs> I don't know. I like that he's 
clearly in Cena's inner circle because um, Cena spoke to him in Punjabi. I thought that was red. <laughs> <laughs> and Kali was like, I got it, I got it. <laughs> I don't. They're not going to use me tonight, so I might as well. Might as well just stand Whoa. by this door. So, uh, so yeah. So, uh, we kick things off. The first matchup, uh, Chris Jericho versus Corporate Kane for whatever reason. I guess, you know, Kane wanted to try and soften Jericho up for Orton before their match at Night of Champions. Um, I personally didn't really dig this match. I kind of felt like I was, you know, I was sitting there and I was like, man, remember back in the day when, like, Kane was untouchable, he was unstoppable. I know, like, every big guy kind of loses their momentum over time, but it's kind of like, okay, he... He got tired of losing, so he ditched the mask to go back to the corporate cane, and now he's going back into matches as corporate cane, and he's losing the match. So it's like, what was the point of the switch to the demon, then back to corporate, like from corporate to demon, back to corporate? It's just, I don't know. This I, I wasn't feeling this matchup. Yeah, I mean, Kane does has never had a lot of appeal for me, so uh, it doesn't bother me. I'm not like, oh, God, they're... They really fucked him over by like taking like cutting the knees out and not presenting him as a monster anymore. Like I don't right. care because I just don't like him. But I don't know. I mean, yeah, it's they've they've been like really inconsistent with how they book him, mm-hmm. and I can see how they could grade on someone. It's just for me, I don't care because I I'm not a fan. Um, but as far as the match goes, like I don't have any strong feelings about this match either way. I just it was it was there. Nothing jumped out at me that I hated. Nothing yeah. jumped out at me that I liked. Um, and to be perfectly honest, I feel uh, I'm finding I'm having a hard time thinking of any match on this on this raw that I feel differently other than that about. I, yeah. I just feel like um, no strong feelings either way. Yeah, it, th- this raw was not a selling point for Night of Champions. Like that's normally what it's supposed to be. Like the most talked about moment for this raw was the John Cena and Brock Lesnar confrontation. Which well, we might as well talk about that because it yeah. sort of happened. Um, like, uh, I, f- I would like to see Cena bring his punches in a little tighter whenever he's going to do a pull-apart with Lesnar. Because God knows I've seen Lesnar fucking knock the shit out of Cena before. Mm-hmm. So, I know Cena's not scared of him or, like, or so why is he working so light? I mean, it, yeah. it, really, it really sort of took me out of it because Brock... Brock's not afraid to... Brock gets... Yeah. Re- the the appeal of Brock Lesnar is that he gets really physical and he gets really like he really gets a pro he really gets a point that cross that he doesn't give a fuck what happens to this other guy mm-hmm. and he may actually not that may be why he may not be acting <laughs> he may just not give a fuck what he does to the other guy yeah but that's sort of the appeal of Lesnar how uncontrollable he feels how dangerous he feels mm-hmm. you know so when he does that to Cena that's great and I, it's awesome that Cena is a is a guy who's willing to take that from him but yeah. I feel like. If you want to sell me on the rematch, like I need Cena to feel tighten up those punches, man. I just I, you, I can't have you mountain Lesnar all like wussy like like that, and like I can <laughs> see, I can see so much light in those punches, you know. Yeah. I'm just like God, come on, really man. pulling his punches. I know I've seen back. I've seen Lesnar. I mean, I mean I'm we've sure. seen the force from John Cena, like whenever he delivers like one of those strong clotheslines and stuff like that. So the power is there, but he was definitely. Like holding back. I just know that I've seen Lesnar Potato fucking Cena before, so I was just like, yeah. "Come on, man, make this <laughs> interesting, Cena." God Bust damn. him open in the first, you know, thirty seconds of yeah. the match at Extreme Rules. So. Hard way, most likely. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, come on, man. I mean, I mean, Lesnar was not like 
Lesnar's not hitting him as hard as, hard as he can, but Lesnar's making it look good. He's, yeah. he's he's making it snug, and that's what I need from Cena to be interested. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but yeah, we'll talk a little bit more about that. Uh, I guess whenever we come come to it on that certain part. But uh, but yeah, Jericho ends up defeating Kane. Who uh, Jericho needed uh, five stitches underneath his chin after the matchup. Um, nothing really popping out. I mean, it's just. This this whole this whole Raw was sort of sort of a filler mat you know episode of Raw, like I feel like they could have done much better trying to press some of the storylines, some of the you know, feuds, like the you know Sheamus and Cesaro, they were involved in a tag match with the Usos and Stardust and Goldust, you know why didn't why didn't these guys get their own separate time the to save time to I I mean I know it's to save time but like to promote to push people to be like, man, I wonder what's going to happen between Cesaro and Sheamus. Man, I wonder what's going to happen between the Usos and the and the Dust Brothers. Well, I feel like, Dust. I feel Dust like, Busters. <laughs> I feel like a six man tag is an acceptable way to build those two matches. Yeah, that's why you don't you don't have either. Neither one of those guys is losing in a straight up one on one match, or neither mm. one of those teams is losing in a straight up uh, tag match. Yeah, so it's a way to. To remind everybody that these guys have matches with each other, it's so and to, you know, not outright beat those guys before right. they face against the paper. So I feel <laughs> like that's, I feel like that's an acceptable way to build those two matches. Yeah. Now, not I like mean, the, the main ma- event of Raw, <laughs> right? I mean, that's, but that's you know, the match wasn't anything spectacular either. Yeah. But the, uh, the match after uh, Jericho and Kane, we got to see Jack Swagger going up against Bo Dallas, which this had looked to be a, uh, an upcoming feud. And uh, this is apparently, I'm guessing, just a, a one-match send-off where uh, Jack Swagger ends up getting, getting the victory over Bo Dallas via the, uh, the ankle lock, Patriot lock uh, submission. Bo Dallas tapping out. Um, I don't know how I feel about this. Like they were, they were pushing Bo Dallas. He lost a little bit of steam. He lost a match. Kind of faded away for a while. Then he came back to, you know, stir up some stuff with with Swagger, and then he taps out in their first match. Uh, well, I don't know. I don't know that I'm a hundred percent sure that this is over between these guys, even yeah. with him tapping. Um, and I don't know. Like it feels like, I don't know. Swagger might be the hotter guy right now. Maybe he's the guy you want you're going to build out of this. I mean, um, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I don't like it's it's sort of remarkable how they've been able to keep him over as the loser in that feud with Rusev. Yeah. And um you know, I mean, in all honesty, like I feel like he is the hotter guy between mm-hmm. uh, at least with the crowd wise, I think he's we, I know people really saved him. I got I did. feel like Yeah, I mean, I don't it know. saved his career. <laughs> So, but the fans were chanting throughout the match, you know, we believe, we the people, we believe. So, uh, so I, I, mean, I don't think that you can say this is, I mean, it was a decisive, like, victory, but I don't think that we can say for sure whether this is over or not. Yeah, who knows? Maybe uh, maybe on Raw we'll see Swagger in a match with someone and Bo Dallas will come and attack him or something. This yeah, isn't sure. over yet. So, uh, so, but Jack Swagger does end up getting the victory. Uh, next matchup we got to see uh, Brie Bella and AJ teaming up to go up against Nikki Bella and Paige. Uh, this was a very short matchup. Paige and Nikki end up getting the win. Nothing really to come from it. I mean, Nikki does her little finisher to Brie, and that's pretty much it. 
yeah. and then Brie and, uh, or I'm sorry, Paige was skipping around the ring while AJ was skipping outside the ring. So nothing really, nothing really to, uh, to add to it, I guess. But yeah. Uh, after that, we got to see uh, Kali destroying Paul Heyman's personal property, like the not-so-great Kali that he is. Uh, then we got to see Big Show going up against Bray Wyatt. Pretty sure Heyman stole it. Nah. That Wait, was so this, phone. I thought Big Show and Bray Wyatt's going to be on the pay-per-view. That's what you thought. So, doesn't look like it's going to be happening. Eh. Um, yeah, what, what can you do, though? Eh. But uh, I don't know that those guys compliment each other. It's, no. Uh in ring, I don't think they complement each other. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but Big Show does end up getting the victory thanks to uh, a disqualification after Harper and Rowan decided to attack. Um, again, nothing to really add to the match. There was, you know, okay, they're, you know, they're fighting and now it's over. Their styles just don't match. That's not. No. So, I'm not interested in that. Something to hold hold them both over until. Yeah, I mean, champions. neither one of those guys have things going on. Um, just from a storyline standpoint, it's not compelling from the way that it doesn't look like they match up, like mesh well in the ring. It's not compelling on a match yeah. quality level either. So I don't know. Just kind of sub. It was kind of a subpar um, Raw this week. But uh, the next matchup we got to see, which a lot of people were saying was, uh, you know, the match of the night: Sheamus and the Usos going up against Cesaro and Goldust and Stardust. Um, you know. I mean, it was exciting there at the end, but the crowd wasn't into it for uh, for a good portion of the match. Yeah, it's a, they ha- sort of have these um, sort of slow building matches where mm-hmm. they have like a hot home stretch, and the crowd sort of like gets into it for that. But I mean, the the best thing that I thought I thought about this match is like Cesaro's sort of taunting and like <laughs> you know jumping at Sheamus the whole time, which it felt like they were going to pay off when. Sheamus finally, it felt like the story was Cesaro's fucking with Sheamus the whole time and it looked like Sheamus was finally going to get his hands on him and mm-hmm. that was supposed to, felt like it was going to be the payoff but then they just went to the finish out of that. Yeah. I think they got the roll up out of that. Whenever he put him, he put him in the ropes for the 10 mm-hmm. beats of the whatever, if I remember correctly. I yeah. may be fucking that up. But uh, Didn't didn't Cesaro try and do that to someone? I want to say he did. Yeah, he, he, he did it like facing uh he did it from the outside of the ring, facing <laughs> it at Sheamus, like fucking with him. He also did the like, like the pump, like yeah. to him, like in the corner. Oh. Yeah, he was doing all that shit. And then I, uh, one thing, one thing I did like with, from Cesaro was whenever he was, he turned to Sheamus, he was like, "Now watch this," and then he did the European uppercut, and he yeah. was like, "Now that's that's how you hit someone." So, um, you know, uh, Cesaro is just gold. I mean, he's he's so good in the ring. Yeah, for and, sure. You know his expressions, what the you know the way he's taunting Seamus and uh did you catch the facial hair for Seamus it's uh I don't, know in. I, I don't know if he's growing it out or what but it seemed like it was kind of half-assed hmm. I didn't pick up on it because like okay like you know he's got like the chops kind of stuff but it also looked like it was kind of just doing that it was just going in weird directions I don't know hmm. but uh yeah. maybe it was just maybe it's like long and it was sort of like fucked up from like getting pushed around or something. Maybe. No, that was whenever he was coming down. Oh, you mean like it's uneven? Yeah. Hmm. Very, very strange. It's fucking hard. It's hard for me to even up my suburbs and shit. Yeah. Wow, this video is still going. Um, but uh, but yeah, I mean, and one thing uh that all it threw me off for a second 
was whenever they panned over to, to see Seamus as he's standing in the corner, and it's got that big black spot on his chest. Mm. I'm like, oh my god, look at that bruise. And then I'm like, oh wait, no, that's the face paint from either Goldust or Stardust. Yeah. So, <laughs> so. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm super, super, super annoyed with Stardust. Like, really? like, like I could not be turned more off, like more off by it. Like, it really feels to me like they were like, "Hey, kid, like show us you like have some charisma." Or he was like, "Hey, put me in this and let me show you that I have some." How, whoever, however it came about, it's fucking awful. It really, really, like Goldust is so fucking good at what he does. Mm-hmm. And Goldust, I mean, and Stardust is just like so like look. Um, he's like playing like. He's just being as annoying as he can, and he thinks that's like charisma or whatever. Yeah. If it, it feels like he's being as annoying as he can, and he thinks that's charisma or whatever. Like Goldust just has like natural charisma, you right? Know I mean? It's just so like, oh, uh, <laughs> I couldn't, lo- I couldn't love Goldust more, and I couldn't, I couldn't dislike Stardust more. It's like just so like, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's I don't re- know, it's really bad. Come on, like if that's if this is like his opportunity to show that he has charisma, come on, you know. He's not capitalizing. He was. Tell me. He was better when he had, uh, when they were, well, it was just Cody Rhodes and him. Yeah, I like him better as just like a fiery, like. Or when he was by himself and he had the the mask. Well, I didn't know what he looked like under the mask, but. I thought. thought, (laughs) No one knew. I thought. That was the appeal. (laughs) Peak Cody Rhodes has been right when they hired Goldust back and he, quote unquote, got fired so he could take his money. Yeah. That was like peak. Cody Rhodes. That was the highest popularity he had ever seen. It's the highest he's. It's the best he's ever been. F- fuck popular. I don't care who 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 doesn't like it other than me. I'm saying that's the best he's ever been in my eyes. And I don't give a fuck if everybody in the world likes Stardust. I can't fucking stand it. <laughs> it drives me crazy. I'm get Daniel a Stardust action figure. Best. It's bad. It's bad. You guys, come on, dude. I you agree. Gotta, I agree. Yeah. I mean, come on, come on, Daniel. You fucking nail the fuck out of the Bellas over how bad their fucking yeah. shit is. Come on, you gotta, you gotta <laughs> say this is this in, is almost as bad as Bella shit. Spartans. In terms, in terms of like, uh, bizarre, he's nailing it because it's like, what the hell is he doing? But yeah, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not buying well, into they're it. They're trying to say, it's hey, not, it's not like cool or nuanced. He's just being annoying. He's just like, yeah, this I agree. Is, Annoying is not charisma. I mean, I guess they were like, "Hey, guess what? We're gonna make you like your brother." Uh, I guess you can get <laughs> look, successful like that. No, you're not working. Your brother is. We're gonna try and do what he's doing, but we're gonna switch it up a bit, and then it'll work, right? No, no. Oh. So hey, guess what? We so can make it work if we bring Dusty in and make him like no, <laughs> like, like you like gold dust. He'll be polka dust. With circles all over his face. Polka dust. You watch y'all's horse mouth. <laughs> y'all don't ever talk about big dust like that again. And I'll be your huckleberry all night long. So yeah, so Seamus and the Usos end up Big dust is a saint. <laughs> <laughs> Which brings us to the uh, Cena-Lesnar brawl. Um, you know, Paul Heyman, like Doug said, was sort of antagonizing Cena, calling his bluff. You know, saying, come on, man, hit me, hit me. Why not do that from Jump Street? Like, if you, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe he uh, was just intimidated at first, but then he knew that Lesnar was there or something. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, whatever. So, next Couldn't up. Couldn't have known because Kali took that phone out. <laughs> so, next up, we got the to see victory. Cameron versus Naomi. Uh, and just. 
Which has to be playing into Gunsius. They has to be playing into a total. Yeah, news. they played a <laughs> clip from it, and because usually they're like, "Oh, this is, this is, they're gonna fight. This is from Total Divas." Blah 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 blah. <laughs> we'll bring it back in when you come. Doug's so, tripping yeah. balls. Doug, <laughs> Doug, Doug be tripping. Before you, before you go, uh, you know, let's let's get your thoughts on this uh, Cameron Naomi matchup because I thought it was awful. Yeah, it wasn't good. <laughs> yeah. Okay, that's all. You can go. Okay. All right. Don't try. Well, like y'all are looking for more. While I put the trash can back in. So say no, more, Doug. Say more. I don't know. Yeah. Say something on you. So um. All right. So yeah. So this matchup, like you said, it, it did play into Total Divas. They showed yeah. a clip where they were, or she was talking about wanting to go to NXT, and uh, Naomi is like, "I can't believe you're gonna do that. Why would you?" You're not even thinking about us. You're thinking about you. Well, that's fine. You know, you go do what you want to do. I'm gonna girl. Do, bye. I'm gonna do me. So whatever. Can I and, watch you do you? And oh my. So uh, so yeah, that prompted a match, and Naomi won, but it was god awful the way that it was done. Cameron doesn't apparently know how to pin correctly. <laughs> doesn't know that her no, opponent. No, no, that's she's, she's innovative. Do, she okay? doesn't. She's innovative. She doesn't know that her opponent has to be on her back with her shoulders down. Is that the rule rules? Can yes, you, yeah, that is the or, rules. Or, or is this the new thing? No. Then, hey, guess what? I can still pin them. <laughs> her, their, their uh, chest is on the mat. Yeah, you, you, can, you can be stomach down. No problem. <laughs> I'll pin you. What would be hilarious so if, like, if she got on there like she's on her stomach and she got like trying to lift the leg up that way and like, <laughs> ow! <laughs> she oh, won't go. <laughs> this isn't bending the right way. What's going on? So yeah, that was just so bad. And the ref was like, "Count what?" Because she's like, "Count it, ref, count it." And it's just, ugh. I don't know what the so, fuck you're talking about? Yeah. Why don't you really pin her? So bad. So whatever. But next up, we got what to is? see. We got to see uh, Miz and his stunt double, uh, Damian Mizdow, going up against uh, Dolph Ziggler and uh, R-Truth, which, when they came out, they did this on SmackDown. So, if it happens on SmackDown, you got to see it on Raw the next week. Um, so, Ziggler comes out, R-Truth comes out, they come out at the same time. They both, uh, you know, they both do their little jumping up, and they both do Dolph Ziggler's entrance, where he jumps up and down, and then, yeah, he wiggles his hip, they're both wiggling their hips, and... Moving their hands out to the side. Ah! <laughs> so, you know, they have a lot, you know, they, they did a lot of good mirroring yeah. um, with uh, with their entrance. Um, but the one thing I did not like about this matchup was the commentary. The commentary was so annoyingly distracting. Let me guess, JBL. All of them. Oh. Because, you know, okay, it's fine. You know, oh, look, it's stunt doubles. Ha, ha, ha. We get it. Don't insult our intelligence by, by having them go... Is, is that Dolph Ziggler? I don't think that's Dolph Ziggler. No, Dolph Ziggler knows that move. So when our truth is standing in the ring, you know. So what's I and then they would tag out. Dolph Ziggler would come in and be like, "No, that's that's the stunt double. That's not that's not really." What did I read that uh, Doug was saying that uh, JBL <laughs> says Ziggler? Yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> thankfully that didn't happen. So Dolph Ziggler and our truth <laughs> end up getting the victory. Um. But nothing really to take away from it. Um, then we get to go to the main event match at it was like around the you know thirty minute mark of the last hour, which is unusual because you know the whole night they had been hyping up this 
Mark Henry is going to rally America. He's rallying America. America to do it. But, you know, they're like, okay, well, we're having the main event. You know, we're having the main event match, Roman Reigns versus Seth Rollins. You know, so this match can't go, you know, this this shouldn't be after that, right? But, no, it, uh, they had this matchup. And uh, what what was most surprising to me is that this match is going to be taking place at Night of Champions. And this match ended clean. With Roman Reigns getting the victory. Yeah, I don't mean anything, no. <laughs> I mean, these days, no, it doesn't. But, you know, I don't know. Doug, what, what do you think about Roman Reigns and uh, and Seth Rollins? I mean, nothing more than what you just said. Like, why, why would someone, like, tune in for the pay-per-view or buy the network to see the pay-per-view on a match you already gave the finish to mm-hmm. on free TV? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know why this had to happen. Um, very, very strange, very unusual, and even more unusual was the lovely hand sign uh, <laughs> that was shown as uh, as uh, Roman was making his entrance. Just a giant fist and this going on. So, very interesting. I didn't see it. You didn't see? It? Oh God! Did it look like a dick? No, I mean it was it was Roman Reigns' hand and another Roman Reigns' hand, and it was just doing that. <laughs> but it, or like how they do the scene hands like yeah, that. you know, or the rock eyebrow, how they'll make it jump up and down. So <laughs> you know what I would do? This one's like so inappropriate. You know what Super I would do phallic. if the if the camera uh, I was above that guy, like above the hand, I would be like, <laughs> like I know you can't you can't see what I'm doing, but like, uh, like showering, showering the, the audience. Like yes, <laughs> <laughs> you're doing an eruption. Tyler saying he wants to come back. Yeah. <laughs> Lock and load. So, uh, yeah, very strange. <laughs> My God. <laughs> just, yeah, just uh, to me, that's fisting. Yeah, <laughs> quite quite a bit. So, uh, so yeah, so we got to see a pay per view match on free TV with Roman Reigns getting the victory. Um, so we'll have to see how it pertains into Night of Champions as they fight again. So after that, we got to see Mark Henry come out to rally America to say, you know, we're gonna beat we're gonna beat Rusev. We're going to be victorious. America's um, going to win. America, that's right. You know, as all of you are waving those American flags in the stands, as all the, I guess they were handed them during Raw or after No, or they brought Raw. it. They brought know. it. They brought it. They knew yeah. that something with America is going down. Yeah, maybe. You don't have a mini American flag on you at all? Come times? on, man. No, I, I must have left it at home. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, Doug, what did you think about this segment between Rusev and Mark Henry? And furthermore, what did you think about this segment Closing out Raw, as opposed to maybe like leading into a certain like the second hour or something. In my opinion, Mark Henry is main event talent, so I yeah. don't give a fuck who <laughs> didn't like it. I mean, the segment itself wasn't all that hot, but I mean, like Mark did what he could with what he was given, which isn't much. I'm not a guy who finds it easy to invest in like the patriotic stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, America. Yeah, especially when. I was, like, way more high on it before they departed from the Mark Henry saying, hey, you know, I don't give a fuck that you guys are proud of being Russians or that's not my issue. My issue is that you guys are just out here being assholes. Like, yeah. if they would have kept it to that and then evolved it, I would have been cool with that. But they're definitely weighing more on the Mark Henry is a proud American, and that's mm. fine. I know people are proud Americans. I just, I'm not a patriotic dude. 
and but they didn't take into consideration all of their viewers overseas in the UK, also you know up north in Canada who are watching this who are yeah. like, I do not care about this. Right. Unless they're like America, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I care about I care about Mark Henry a lot. I think he's one of the best things they have. I think Rusev has been built like decently well. So I'm not disinterested in the match. I just don't necessarily like the build to get here. Mm-hmm. I felt like Henry's like looks looked sharp in what they've given him to the extent he he's able to get that over. I just I don't have any strong emotional attachment to the to the we want you to be patriotic right. stuff they're sending to people. So Love your country. it's not gonna work for me. You if know? you don't like this, you're a terrorist. If they were if they were just like, Hey, look, Mark Henry's fucking awesome, isn't he? Yeah. I'd be like, fuck yeah, Mark Henry's awesome. They're like, hey, Rusev's a dickhead. I'd be like, yeah, Rusev is a dickhead. And then, what, then like, I could be like, I, can, I wish they would say that. Yeah, you know, like I could be, I could be into that. You know, that's what I like about you, Doug. You're very simplistic. Well, I mean, I don't know. Like, I, that's what works for me. You know, like I don't mm-hmm. care about the, the, <laughs> you know, Russia versus USA. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I agree. Have it, have it a feud over people, not country. I kind of started there, like like I said. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm repeating myself at this point, but they got if they would have just stayed on the track that they were on. If Henry was like, "Hey, I don't care that you're proud to be Russian, but you're just out here acting like an asshole, and I'm out here to stop you from acting like an asshole." Yeah, and if you want to do cool. something about it, right. I'm right here, right, being a bad duck you into the hall of pain. Yeah, yeah. just remember I mean, to keep your hands. To your as far as does it make a lot of sense? For them not to leave off with um, the Lesnar and the Cena stuff, well, sure, it doesn't make a lot of sense to end with Mark and Rusev, but if they were predetermined, they decided they were going to try to do some halftime bullshit, then that's, <laughs> then then it's already, you know, if it's not going to be Cena and Brock, then, you know, who the, who the hell else should it have been? I mean, yeah. I mean, I'm fine. I, th- I, I, I truly believe Mark Henry is a made of talent, mm-hmm. and so I'm cool with him being there. I mean, that's. I agree. I mean, okay. they they decided that they were going to do the halftime thing with Cena, and the, so <laughs> then they give you Henry in the main event, and that's fun yep. with me. So good stuff. So that's pretty much how we close out the go home show for Raw. Uh, not the best show they could have had, but you know it is what it is. So yeah. with that being said, we got to hear those picks. We got to hear those picks. We got to hear those picks. Our Night of Champions predictions taking place this Sunday on the WWE Network. If you don't have it, definitely get it. Uh, if it's not available in your country yet, bear with it. You know, check it out whenever you're whenever it becomes available. So, uh, so yeah, so Night of Champions taking place. Uh, eight matches on the card so far. Uh, looks like it's going to stay that way. The uh, pre-show thing is the peep show with... It's going to be an hour-long pre-show. Yeah. An hour-long pre-show. Yeah, so it looks like they're probably going to do like a 30-minute normal thing and then probably like a, you know, something, yeah, with, something. something with, the, with the peep show. So, um, as I thought, Swagger and Bo Dallas was going to be something... And, Doesn't look like it. At least Wyatt, at the moment, White and Big Show was going to be something on the yeah. paper. I mean, they throw together. I don't know. They may do something, you know, for SmackDown, um, and make an announcement. But as the time of this recording, nothing has been announced yet. 
So, uh, so we'll have to see. But, uh, but Tyler, we'll let you kick things off. Uh, all the titles are on the line, and we also have uh, you know three normal matches to go up as well. So, which one are you going to kick things I'm off? I'm going to go with the ladies. Ladies first. Uh, Divas Championship: AJ Lee versus Nikki Bella versus Paige. What? <laughs> 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 no. Okay. So, uh, so yeah. Um, I don't know where to go with this with this matchup. Um, Nikki Bella just thrown in there just because she was unhappy with Brie. Um, Nikki Bella's in there to take the fall, son. Yeah. So or get dis- or have the match cost by Brie, which is gonna continue this stupid feud. Yeah. They'll never die. Um, so Tyler, who are you gonna go with on this one? Paige. Paige. Yeah. All right. So Paige to retain. Doug, how about you? Page number two. Page number two. All right. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna make that a third and say Here page we, as well. Page number three. Third page. P- third page. Yes. Third page. So uh, so page to retain. Look for it at Night of Champions. Doug, we'll let you uh, kick your predictions off. I'm gonna go with my man Mark Henry versus Rusev. Rusev Machka. So uh, all right. So. Mark Henry versus Rusev. Who are you going to go with on this one? Uh, well, I hate to pick against my man, Mark Henry, but Rusev's the guy out of their building, mm-hmm. and Rusev's the guy who's getting the W. All right. Tyler, how about you? I feel the same way. They're going to feed Henry to Rusev. Feed him more. Yep. So uh, you got to have a credible monster heel, and looks like they're going that way, and Mark Henry is. And I'm really still not behind Rusev that much, yeah. really. I just, I don't know. There's something about him. It's just not. Not doing it, but uh, you know they need a big name for him to get the win over, and uh, it looks like it's going to be Mark Henry. Hope, so I'm picking I Rusev as well. More. So the three of I us. Mean, Henry helps everyone, but still, I mean, I know for me personally, I mean Henry still help him, but I'm still not. Yeah. With the whole Rusev stuff. So the three of us picking Rusev to win at Night of Champions. Uh, let's go, uh, Dolph Ziggler versus The Miz for the Intercontinental Championship. This one's had a little bit of buildup. Um, Doug, we didn't really get your thoughts on the uh, Ziggler and r Truth Miz and Sandow match. I know you're a fan of Sandow uh, at the moment. Uh, any any thoughts well, on that particular? Well, I feel like a more accurate way to say that is, I like the direction of Sandow and Miz's gimmick or the. The way they've changed that more than I am a Sandow fan. I feel like it's a more accurate way to say that. Okay. But uh, just to me, I mean, I didn't take anything away from the match other than I'm really surprised that JBL didn't drop the N-word because he always <laughs> says Ziggler and, uh, instead of Ziggler like 90% of the time. And I was shocked that, that when they put the black dude in the ring, he didn't drop the N-word <laughs> trying to say Ziggler. Yeah. So, uh, That's really what I was thinking about during this match. I was paying very close attention <laughs> to JBL. The one time you were fully focused on JBL and his commentary. Usually I'm trying to ignore him. Yeah. Ignore him but, uh. so, uh, so as far as Dolph Ziggler versus The Miz for the Intercontinental Championship, who are you going to go with on this one? I'm going to say Dolph Ziggler. Yeah? All right. How about you, Tyler? I don't know. Uh, hot shot of the belt to Ziggler. Yeah. The Miz, they could do the same thing, but I uh, Ziggler. Ziggler. All right. I'm going to go with Ziggler to retain as well, playing it safe. Keeping it with you guys. Oh, yeah. So, uh, all right. Well, uh, Tyler, you get to pick the next one. We've got uh, the U.S. title, tag team titles, Jericho versus Orton, Rollins versus Reigns. Jericho versus Orton. 
Jericho versus Orton. All right. It's like the match I do not want to see. This match uh, has kind of like just been thrown together. Yeah. Orton attacked him because he could. Um, <sighs> I'm going uh, random. Um, why not Orton? Orton? Shit, I don't know why. All right. No no reason given. How about you, Doug? I'm thinking Orton, too. I think Jericho's about to leave, and they're looking to reestablish Orton as a threat. Mm-hmm. Um. I don't know that this is going to accomplish the. Uh, <laughs> this is a pretty lame duck match, in my opinion. But uh, I see Orton going over here. Cool down match. So maybe I don't know. I don't know how many hot matches there are going to be in this in this pay per view. But um, I'm going to go with Orton to win as well. So uh, you go with uh, let's say Ziggler. We all <laughs> got the same pick so far. Yes. yes. So uh, always fucking happens this way. Yeah. Yep. But hey, I mean, that one know, time. Yeah, one time. So, uh, all right, let's do uh, Usos going up against Goldust and Stardust for the tag team titles. Uh, this one is kind of up in the air for me. I don't really want Stardust and Goldust to have the titles, but I feel that's where they may be going. Um, I don't know. Uh, I'm going to go with Goldust and Stardust. Yeah, I'm gonna go with uh, gold dust and crap dust. God damn it! I'm gonna third. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna make it unanimous. Damn it! <laughs> so, all right. Well, uh, well, Tyler, there's uh, there's three matches remaining. Uh, which one would you like? To Sheamus versus Cesaro. Sheamus versus Cesaro for the U.S. title. Um, I think this one will be uh, be I pretty really good. Haven't really had too much built. Build yeah, for it or whatever. But uh, we've we've seen these guys in no, action no, before. It's been there's a fair amount of build to this. Yeah, it's not uh-huh. like in your face build, but these guys have been in matches together and fucking with each other for weeks. Yeah, and uh, you know they've they've had their matches in the past. Um, so I'm gonna uh go the opposite with my what my head is telling me. I'm gonna pick Cesaro. Yeah. Yes. I'm pick Cesaro. Too. Yeah, that's what I was going to. <laughs> Well, son of a bitch. I guess I'm going Cesaro. No, you're going Sheamus. No, I'm not. Sheamus. I hope hope Cesaro pulls it off. I'm hoping, but my head was like, uh, I feel like they're going to keep it on Sheamus. Yeah. But I want Cesaro. They want him to be a longer-lasting champion. But, (sighs) I mean, give the belt to Cesaro. Why not? Yeah, might as well. So, uh, all right. They need to. Doug, how about the next one? We got uh, Lesnar and Cena, Reigns and Rollins. Uh, Reigns, Rollins. Reigns and Rollins. All right. So, um, you know, this one's had a, I guess, bit of build-up. I don't know. So, yeah, whenever I, whenever I look back, I'm like, they haven't really done a whole lot. Yeah. But, I mean, it's enough to put a video package together. I feel like uh, Roman needs to get the ra- uh, reins. <laughs> Roman needs to <laughs> get the win the here. Yeah? The reins? You're picking reins to I'm win? I'm picking reins, yeah. All right. Yeah. You would feel like, or you would think they would go with the Rollins after what they did on Raw. Mm-hmm. Maybe even via shenanigans or something. But it sort of feels like, I feel like Reigns is going to get the win, though. I'm going to go with, I would not be surprised to see Rollins win via shenanigans, but I guess I'm going to take, I'm going to officially take Reigns to win. Okay. <sighs> I feel like this is the toughest like, oh. Yeah, it is a tough one. Stop oh, stop trying to wrong. get in my head. You don't know where I'm going. Uh, I'm actually... Um, I don't know. Because I want them to... You know, you kind of want them to build reins because that's it's it seemed like that's where they're going. But it seems like that's died out a little bit lately. Well, 
if <laughs> Fistine. <laughs> Fistine has not died. No. That's if, alive and well. <laughs> if they still intend on him being the man at WrestleMania. He kind of has to get this win. I don't think that they can afford any speed bumps in the road, even if it's a fuck finish where Rollins cheats his ass off. Mm-hmm. I don't think they can afford to waste the amount of time, even if everyone in the authority comes out to cheat for him. I feel like that's still a speed bump, you know? Yeah. I feel like he's just got to steamroll, like, until he gets to someone. Or what if Dean Ambrose returns and attacks <laughs> Rollins and gets him the win via disqualification? I mean, I think that's, like, a, possible, a possibility, yeah. but I don't know. I just, I'm going to go Reigns. I don't uh, know. Make good Reigns. I mean, he's supposed to be back the Raw after, isn't he? Right. So I wouldn't be surprised to see him at the pay-per-view. Mm-hmm. Daniel, just I mean, I wouldn't even be surprised to see, like, Authority come out to cheat and then uh, Ambrose out to help Reigns or whatever, you know? Yeah. but Just uh, go with your gut, Rollins. <laughs> Why are you doing this? You're going to you're gonna push him to say Rollins. He's going to say Rollins. He he's going to win because he's going to be the only fucking... <laughs> um, see, that could help you. Or it could hurt me. Yes. And you're hoping it's going to hurt 50, me, 50, don't you? 50-50. I know. It's a coin flip. Um... Screw it. I'm going to go Reigns. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, so all three of us picking Roman Reigns. One for all. all for, or all yeah. for one. one Might for as all. well. If we're going to be right, let's be right together. If we're going to be wrong, let's be wrong together. So uh, final matchup, Brock Lesnar, or should I say Brock Lesnar, going up against uh, John Cena for the WWE World Heavyweight Championship rematch of SummerSlam. Who's the guy earlier who liked John Cena? Or who? Richard. Richard yeah. Atkins, I know he would go John Cena, but uh, so you're I'm channel Richard Atkins. <laughs> no, Cena. I'm going for Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar, all right. How about you, Doug? Brock <laughs> Lesnar. Uh, I'm gonna go with Brock Lesnar as well. So if we um, win, we win. If we lose, we lose. That's right. So we're guaranteed a tie. Yes. Three-way tie on this one. Good stuff. Good stuff. Um, I mean. You know, there's there were some ups and downs in that one, but all in all, I'd have to say, those were some great picks. Those, those were some, some great, great picks. picks. Those, those were some great picks. picks. So, uh, so yeah. So there you go. So uh, with that being said, and now Total Divas with Doug and Tyler, mostly Doug. No wonder people call you Shut up. I have to say, I feel like a real diva. You are a grown ass woman. Do 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 do. Total Divas time. He was in there. He don't want kids. Let's get into this episode. I don't know what to say. Okay, what does it start out as? It always starts out like that. Um... I'm trying to remember how the episode starts. Uh, let's start with the. Uh, <laughs> I can't. Just, I can't uh, keep a straight face. Uh, it's Nikki and Justin. <laughs> I don't know what to do. Uh, <laughs> uh, I like how you're totally uh, shook by that. <laughs> I believe the cliffhanger left off from last week was John was like, hey, what the fuck are these? Because Nikki was getting her 
uh, blood work done, I believe, in the house for she's freezing her a, eggs. Freezing her eggs because John doesn't want kids. Yeah. And so Bree talked her into doing that in case, you know, down the line she's unhappy that she's not a mom or whatever. And uh, <clears throat> who's right? Thank you. Uh, uh, he basically confronts her about it. He finds, I guess, some some needles or something. He thought it was drugs. Yeah, which is um At least drugs. If anyone knows what a needle looks like, is that man right there? <laughs> Alleged. No, I'm kidding. And you know, yeah, she I'm tells sure, him I'm sure about. He's natural. I'm sure he's all natural. Uh, what she wants to do in her, she wants to freeze her eggs and all that stuff. And didn't he ask why didn't he, why didn't you tell me before or something like that or? Uh, I think he just felt weird that she was doing it without talking yeah, to him about it. Yeah, on his back. And uh, I guess throughout the episode, they sort, they sort of went to dinner. I guess to like talk about it or whatever and. He was just like, look, this is, um, you know, I, I really, like, accepted you in my life, and I care about you, and I love you, and uh, this feels like you're not all the way in because you're sort of, like, leaving a plan B, and, uh, you know, I'd be really afraid of losing and you. And she, she's saying that John Cena's really open up to her and, like, how he's feeling and stuff, and, like, he's very vulnerable and all that stuff. And they said, hey, if you want me to stop, I can. And it went to commercial. He never said to well, stop. Well, he said, I, he's like, he said I, would, I would never like ask you to do that or whatever. Let me so I guess you, that was her decision. Let me ask you something. We know this is a quote-unquote reality show, and we all know what a quote-unquote reality show actually is. <clears throat> how much reality do you think is this based on? Because, you know how... I'm going to say Daniel because he's, like, the most vocal about it. But, I mean, we all know, that like, their quote-unquote acting is, like, pretty bad. But when you – when like, especially during this scene where Nikki's sitting down with John, if she is quote-unquote acting, like, she's doing a hell of a better – She it's very understated and it feels very natural and it feels very much like she's being a real person here. It, so yeah. do you think how, how much – do you think this is steeped in any kind of reality at all or do you think it's just – because this is most likely shot, I mean, not most likely, this is clearly shot well in advance of what we're seeing yeah. on Raw, so I don't know how her understanding of acting would have changed that dramatically if this was some, yeah, like, stunt Yeah, you can tell a difference in that and what you see on Raw. <clears throat> I mean, I find it hard to believe that she can understand that her acting should be so understated, like, here, and that when she gets on TV... She her understanding of acting is that she just raises her voice like on Raw or whatever. So, do you think there is like any like hint of is this steeped in any sort of like realness to you? What do you think? Because if I, she was acting, don't you feel like it would come across as fake? As yeah, like I kind of feel like I know certain things are scripted, but I I kind of feel like this stuff is real. Like she really wants a a kid. I feel like John, you know, John Cena doesn't want a kid. I, I, I believe it. I don't know why. I don't know if it's really the truth, truth, but I believe it. Right. I just find it weird because we we sw- we've been talking in the past few weeks about their quote unquote acting. And it's- yeah. Even even the part where because Nikki and Bree got into a fight during the episode. Right. Because okay, it feels natural. I yeah, mean- it felt natural because Nikki's just looking. Uh, hang on. Bree's just looking after Nikki. And they got to a point where it's like, you're being rude and all that stuff. And it's like, I believed them. Yeah. 
Well, I mean, we've seen them fight on Total Divas, and we've seen them fight on Raw, and I mean, sure, maybe there's, like, added pressure of, like, being in an arena with, like, tens of thousands of people, but I don't know. I just I just felt like, I mean, we know that reality does not mean reality in reality TV. It's just that they just came, they come across so much more naturally. I wonder if it's not, there's not some, like, base for this, like, really happening in it. Yeah. Um... <clears throat> So what do you feel like? Ha- do you feel like that um, having John and uh, Brian on the show so damn much is like a way of drawing? Like, I mean, we, we you and I watch every week, but do you feel like it's a way of them like drawing in like like dudes who are probably don't really care and are just yeah? I would I would think so. Do you think that's smart? And do you think it works? I have a feeling it doesn't work. Yeah, I don't know why, but it's like well, I mean, clearly it doesn't work for like Daniel. Because he, he doesn't... Yeah. Even, I know... It, I mean, even with Daniel Bryan on there, he probably wouldn't still watch it. But, like, I just feel like... Because people are going to get the hint. It's like, oh, it's all those women. Unless they're like, oh, yeah, I'm going to watch this show because all the, they're hot. Right, but, right. Um, There's sort of, like, two sides to that, that dude coin where they're, like, guys who want to watch because they're, like, women on the show. And then guys who are, like, saying, I'm not going to watch because it's just a bunch of women or whatever. Yeah. I think it's sort of smart to incorporate like Brian and Cena so much. Yeah, I I really like the like the Brian and Nate, like Bree focused episodes Not because I like Brian, but also because he feels like he's he's genuine and he's, he feels so genuine. You yeah, know? it feels like really it really feels like what you see is what you get. Oh, with that dude, yeah, you know? definitely. Uh, I, mean, I guess we could just piggyback off of that into the Bree and. Brian stuff if you want to go there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh so they're getting a new house or they bought a new house and they fight because Daniel Bryan wants three things or whatever with like a, some special water system, uh solar panels and something else. Gym. A gym. And Brie wants something else, so she gets Brie mad. like wants to redo the whole fucking. Thing. Yeah, and he and he was saying, "Hey, we got a budget. We're not redoing the whole house. Do you want to do the the whole? You want to do the whole house?" And she said, "I'm not going to answer." He's like, "Yeah, you do." He's like, then he like called her out. It's like you're just like your sister, <laughs> and and uh, Being just like Nikki right now. Yeah, and then she walked off because she was mad and all that stuff. But he he felt genuine with with everything how he talks and it's just. I mean, they, um, I don't know if it's before or after, but they're, they're joking around or whatever. Uh, I think it's, um, I think it's after they know about the next stuff. Okay. Cause it goes into the next stuff where he, you know, right when he had to go on raw and stuff and tell yeah. him he'll be gone for a just while. For, just real quick though. Speaking of the, you're being just like Nikki stuff. I like that. Um, when Bree, like later on, they cut to Bree and Nikki talking or whatever, and Bree tells Nikki, he's like, she's like, you're not gonna believe what he fucking said about me, and she's like, what? He she says, he told me I was acting just like you, <laughs> and she was, and then Nikki was like, what the fuck? I'm being <laughs> yeah. insulted by him, and I'm being insulted by you because you're taking it as an insult. <laughs> it was kind yeah, of awesome. was, yeah, it was yeah. funny. Um, so you know, he gets his surgery. And all that stuff. But I don't know. There's some times when they were like joking around with certain stuff. Like, I guess because he has to come back after that surgery. He's talking to the trainer and all that stuff. But they were like, 
there's this part where they're like, uh, oh yeah, I was like, I need a massage. Or maybe this is before the surgery. I don't know. Oh no, that's when he was coming to arena first. And his neck was hurting him. He's like, uh, before he got the surgery, he's like, oh yeah, I need a massage. He's like, me too. And she's like, I give you a massage. Yeah, I give you one. But I was like, the, uh, how do you say it? the one that you, uh, the one I'm gonna give you is not gonna help you or your neck or something. I know what you're talking about, but I don't remember what he said to be honest. But uh, he he's so funny. Like everything he says, it, it just cracks me up. Yeah. Um. I guess the other thing they generally do about three, quote unquote, like storylines of show. I guess the other is sort of dealing with um, Falcadactyls breaking up. Um. They had Ariana, like I guess, be oh, a uh, Ariana and Na- uh, holy shit, Ariana and Naomi Trinity. Trinity. Mm-hmm. They were in a meeting with Mark. Yeah, that's that guy's name. Yeah, you remember his last name? No, I don't. Even All know. I know is his Mark. Yeah. Um, and uh, they were saying that we She's want like valet for a trip. yeah, and uh, you know and that hit her pretty hard because she you know she wants to. You know, wrestle, and she wants to be the Divas Champion one of these days. And um, yeah, like she, she took that hard, and Naomi, you know, took that hard too because that's her partner, right? And all that stuff. And uh, I mean, really, what happened is Ariane just went and talked to Mark and said, "Look, uh, I'm considering going back to stepping down to NXT to train to learn the learn wrestling." Because apparently, better. she was only there for three and a half months, right? Before they brought her up. I don't know if that's accurate or not. That doesn't yeah, feel accurate, but uh, who knows? You that's know? weird. Because <clears throat> it feels like there was a longer gap between uh, Tough Enough and Brodus Clay debuting. Although, especially if you consider that the Tough Enough was probably shot like well in advance of it airing. Yeah, yeah. Or at least, at least somewhat in advance of it airing. How but sad! I don't know. The only Tough Enough person to survive. That's who. First one eliminated. Um, but. Um, he, he basically tells her if she decides to do this, there's no guarantee that she would come back up as a diva or whatever. And oh, she, yeah. I was going to say, before that or whatever, they had uh, some spare, or some time off uh, in the studio with her and Vinny. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Our, bo- our boy Vinny, Beast Mode 911. Yeah, yeah, so we had a Vinny sighting. Nothing much there. She, you know, talked about what's going on. She cried, and, you know, Vinny was trying to cheer her up and, like, hey, you can get past this. Same stuff. thing with John and Trinity. Like, he was sort of like, you know, you know, do your fucking thing. I mean, there's only one. You're not going to be the Divas champ in a tag team. There's no Divas that was, He was kind of funny. He was kind of like uh, making fun of her, but joking too. Yeah, it's yeah. like tag team champions. Or that's my Diva. You're a Diva. Or, ah, damn it, I can't. He's like, you're my Divas champ. Yeah. yeah. He was taking shots, but he was joking too. Yeah. But basically she said she wants to go down and, um, yeah. All right. But, yeah, they just kind of sort of get into it because they're sort of still considered an act together, even with her as the valet. And um, I guess Trinity was pissed that she didn't consider how that would affect her. And uh, then Cameron felt she was being selfish because she's not considering how it would affect her or whatever, mm-hmm. which is a bummer because I feel like, yeah, the Bells are sisters and whatever, but it felt like Trinity and... Ariane were fucking like friends. It felt like they were like yeah. genuine friends on the show. Pissed. Hey, you know she's pissed after the conversation when she says "girl bye." Man, that's she's done. Yeah, I mean, it's sort of a bummer because it felt it felt like they were genuinely friends on the show. And 
I like their dynamic, like as friends of the Trinity would like not hesitate to tell her when she's fucking up, but yeah, yeah but I they don't were still cool. See how with each Naomi other. would get pissed if she wanted to go, uh, her, her partner wanted to go back to NXT, you know, to help, yeah, and all that stuff. And even though it was like, you know, I'm in this spot, I get the Divas Championship, I'll give you a title shot, and, and uh, like I'll help you out, you know. And it's like, I know, I guess she wanted to go down and just get better. Yeah, I did see, and I finally saw in this week's closing, like montage or whatever the. Um, what you were talking about last week when you said Natalia was dragging Summary out of her hair out of the car and they were fighting. That looks awesome. I can't wait for that. It feels like there's a real low-key start to the season. Like, the drama has not hyped up yet, and I'm like, we're just waiting for it to happen. Yeah, I think the only thing I'm not going to like is, I don't know, it just generally pisses me off with the, uh, fuck, what's her name? Redhead. Eva Marie. Eva Marie and the whole fiancé situation and all that stuff, and because they did mention in this episode, because I forgot who she was there, and she was talking to someone. It's like, oh, a Catholic wedding. Oh, uh, well, you know how, like, every so every episode or maybe every couple of episodes, they show them all having lunch or dinner or something, and they're all saying, like, what's going on in their lives or whatever, or, you know, whatever. And she and Nikki was talking about the eggs thing, and even Marie's like, oh, I understand completely. Listen to this stuff that's going on with me and whatever the dude's name is. And they were sort of relating it. Jonathan. Yeah, and then Nikki's like, well, I'm a Catholic, so I'm on your side, and blah, 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 or whatever. So, I don't yeah. know. I feel like that storyline's going to annoy the shit out of me. Oh, well. I know it is. I mean, it's all right. I mean, I'm going to watch it because I like the show. Uh, And then they showed, uh, holy shit, the new girl that was on the show. Rosa Mendez, like at the beginning or whatever, the girl, the lady that makes like all the like the close relationship, she like put Jan her boobs in her face and stuff like Is that. Is it Jan or Janice? I don't know. The Jan's the the partner of Mark. I think oh. it's Janice. Is the seamstress? She put her boobs in her face, and then they were walking around. And she had like skin tight jeans, and Santino said something about it. That's about it. Well, I think she cat called Santino. He was uh. at a. He was dressed up doing a photo shoot. She's like, looking good, Santino. And he said, I got you or whatever. <laughs> anyway. I check out that ass. Yeah. I guess we're done. Girl, Girl bye. bye. What an exciting episode. So, uh, so yeah. So, there you go. Thanks, guys. Uh, now, we do have some uh, some hot topics. Actually, just one hop- hot topic. Uh, hop a topic. Um, for those of you who... Pre-order WWE 2K15 for the Xbox One or PlayStation 4. Uh, unfortunately, that has been delayed by about a month, I believe. But the Xbox 360 and PlayStation 3 versions will still release on schedule. So there you go. Um, so yeah. With that being said, <laughs> what? <laughs> Nothing. So with that being said, uh, it's time to move into the Q and A portion of the show. Your questions, our answers. First question coming to us from Occam City, <laughs> saying. Saying, do you guys think that the WWE has given up on trying to compete with Monday Night Football? I tried to watch Raw and was in it for the first hour, but I found myself focusing more on football games and was checking out Raw be- between commercial breaks. I guess it depends on how you see the halftime thing. Do you see that as them trying to compete, or do you see them uh, see that as them um, sort of relinquishing, like trying to fight them and just saying we'll try and get viewers on halftime? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, which which way do you see that? I feel like WWE is not going to give up. They're going to try. It's like even though WWE, I mean, 
is out of the league of the football stuff, I feel like, mm-hmm. in sort of a sense. I mean, I'm not a football person, but they're going to try their best. Like, yeah, we can steal some fans from them, I think. I mean, look, you know, NFL is one of the most watched programs, you know, in the United States, uh, if not the. So it's it's really tough to compete with that. You know, it's it sucks that they have it during your time slot, but, you know, rather than trying to take away viewers you need to try and put on a great product for the viewers you already have and then through word of mouth oh dude raw is getting so good oh man did you see what happened on raw you know through that you'll build more viewership i would believe yeah i'm not really sure i guess if i if you made me like if you're gonna make me pick i would say that just trying to still viewers at halftime would say would lean more to them not trying to compete right right that's just my my guess. I'm I'm not educated enough in um, what the fuck NFL's got going on to know for sure. Mm-hmm. So uh, so there you go. But thanks for the question, Occam City. Uh, final question tonight coming thanks, to dude. us from Seth Rickson saying, uh, "Here's my big question: uh, Going into and post Night of Champions, assuming that the WWE books Lesnar strong again and he holds the belt, where do you go with Cena following this?" Uh, Cena already ended Wyatt as a credible heel, so you likely have to have Cena crush Rusev. Uh, the other less likely likely chance uh, choices are to have Cena in uh, Cesaro or Rollins' bit of momentum, or have Reigns go up, go up against Cena. Uh, when will the WWE start booking more heels strongly and uh, and not always have their heat crushed by Cena? Well, I mean they are booking Rusev strongly. Mm-hmm. Uh, but here's the thing: I don't think that even if he were to ultimately lose to Cena, I don't think that that's quote unquote not booking a heel strongly. Rusev, I don't have any problems with Rusev, but Rusev is not a guy who I look at and say that dude's a he's got per- it. That dude's a permanent main event player. Yeah, I look at that guy and say if they build him right, he can mean something for a while, mm-hmm. and that's what they're doing with him. I don't think that they've Right now, they're just feeding him dudes to make him look strong to either make another guy off of or to give somebody like Cena something to do outside of the main event. All right. Uh, I don't think it's a terrible thing for Cena to, to lose to him. Uh, I mean, I could see an argument for maybe feeding Rusev to Reigns if you don't have anything else to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, I could see... but. It seems like they really want to play off the uh, the the Russia stuff and the patriotism stuff. So, I mean, Cena. See, I don't know how many like quote unquote guys you can tie into the USA theme right. after Mark Henry and Swagger. You Bring sort back of, Kurt Angle. Yeah, you sort of made Swagger into this, and then you sort you could you lucked out and remembered that Henry was a like An a Olympian. competitor yeah. for the Olympics. So, but if you're looking for a clean cut like. USA dudes, I mean, there's not very many left. You can you can tie that into Cena somehow. Yeah. It's pr- fairly easy. And I don't Cena th- is the pinnacle of American muscle. Yeah, I, I I don't see that it's a I don't see that it's a bad thing to to feed Rusev to Cena in the long run. Uh, I would not do it now or even in the next couple of months. Hmm. Uh, this is I would think this is like after the New Year type stuff. I would I would think because I don't think he's like sufficiently fattened up to mean enough. To, to take Cena off. But um, 
I think he is being he's well booked. Point blank. I don't think that you can argue that he has not been well booked. He's beaten everyone that he's mm-hmm. been he's been in contact with. Uh but I don't see him as a long term player, so I don't think it's a great loss for him to lose to Cena eventually. And if he means enough, then maybe it will add to a big card down the line. I don't know. Yeah. Uh I don't know. I don't know if he is enough of anything to, to make reins off of after you fatten him up enough. I don't know. And they sort of already killed that by like teasing that match that they had on like SmackDown or, or whatever. It was either SmackDown or like main Superstars event. or something like that. Uh, not Superstars, main event. That they sort of, I can't remember. I honestly don't remember if they fuck finished it or if, if Reigns won or what. Hmm. I, actually, I don't think Reigns won. I think they did but I don't know booking more hills strongly I don't know um who else is there I'm, I'm trying to Cesaro, think Cesaro I mean that's a valid Orton. point yeah Orton's so fucking still I mean Wyatt <clears throat> yeah Wyatt yeah but I feel like he's sort of making a point that Cena killed him and maybe maybe, or maybe it, Cena takes a little time off after this match I don't know I don't think he. I don't think his his question is Cena centric. I just think he means like hills in general. I would agree that it would it would be a, a very good thing to book Cesaro strongly. Or mm-hmm. I think Wyatt's ruined. I think Wyatt has to go away for a while. I think Wyatt has to go away for a while to mean something, or they have to do something drastic with him. Yeah. It just. I don't know. I don't know. Someone else say something. I feel like I'm babbling <laughs> and repeating myself. No, I mean I I'm I'm in agreement with you. It's just. They don't have that next level top heel. Yeah, it's like all the guys they have are either in, in the mid card, kind of on their way up, have the possibility, but none of them are ready. The thing about strong heels in the WWE, you're thinking that's some WCW shit, that's some NWA shit. Those are the companies who built like those are the companies that were centered around babyfaces chasing heels. WWE, WWF has always been about. The big, the big, shiny baby face fighting mm. off the monsters and the and the vanquishing uh, evil. Yeah, it's they've always booked that way. It's always been that way. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know who where Cena's going to go after this after Night of Champions. Um, I mean, it's a toss up, really. I don't know what they're going to do. He mentions Rollins, and I, I think that would be good for Rollins and for Cena. Yeah. And for me, because I think they would actually. Uh, Mesh well. I think they'd have good chemistry. I think they've already sort of showed. Didn't they have that match that we were? They sort of teased it. I think so. And everyone's like, "Hey, these you guys, these guys clearly are holding back because they have a better match." And mm-hmm. yeah, I, I think a, a program with Rollins would be fantastic. Yeah. So uh, so there you go. Thanks for the question. One uh, one more thing that we we get to talk about. One little hot topic. Um, Tyler Breeze, Adrian Neville, Sami Zayn, and the Ascension. All took place, uh, took part in dark matches uh, prior to the SmackDown tapings. Um, Tyler Breeze uh, lost to Kofi Kingston, uh, and then Adrian Neville and Sami Zayn uh, defeated the Ascension. So, uh, so there you go. So it looks like these guys are, you know, probably on their way up here in the next few months. So be on the lookout for those. Yeah, what are they gonna do with those guys? <sighs> I mean, that's the hard thing. Like, you're bringing in all this really good talent from NXT, and it's going to have to, you're going to have to let go of some of the people in order to make room for these guys. So, that's going to be really tough to decide, okay, 
you know, Sami Zayn's coming in. Who do we need to get rid of? Neville's get, coming in. Who do we need to get rid of? You guys like the Ascension? From what I've seen, I do. I don't see how they work on the main roster. I don't see how they can make them work. Because my understanding, and it's a limited understanding because it's not like firsthand experience, but these dudes compete in squash matches. And they we've seen this firsthand with Ryback that you can't you can only get by doing squashes for so fucking long, especially as a tag team. They from what I've seen of them, it's granted it's not a whole lot. I've seen a few of their matches. They remind me a lot of um the APA. They're just big brute guys coming in just to wreck shop. But regardless of style, like mm-hmm. obviously they're bruisers because they're big dudes, but right. My understanding is they're all their matches are squash. They're just squashing dudes. Yeah, for the most part. I don't see how they do that on the main roster as a tag team. I don't know. I mean, maybe for a little while to set them up as a contender. Take out the Usos and. Yeah, I can see maybe a couple of months as a contender to build them up, but once they got the belts, they got to fucking sell just like everybody else. Yeah. That's what happened to Ryback. They built him up as a guy who you, who you didn't want to see sell, and then. Eventually flipped the switch where he had to sell, and then mm-hmm. it was like just over. Yeah, it was just like people were like, it didn't sit with people because it's not what they're yeah. seeing, used to seeing. With because well, the I know the Ascension held the tag titles for almost a year in but NXT. There's like no competition there. Right? True. I don't know. We'll have to see. We'll have to see what they do. Two tag teams I know of. Two tag. Well, I mean, they can. There can be other tag teams. Yeah. There. So. But we'll have to see. But thank you, for, thank you all for the questions. Make sure to submit your questions on our YouTube page, WNS Podcast, or WNS Video, or our Facebook page, WNS Podcast. You can check us out on WrestlingNewsSource.com and WrestlingNewsSource.com on Facebook. And you su- subscribe to us on iTunes by searching Wrestling News Source Podcast. Do, 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 do. <laughs> Tyler? No. Tyler? You do you not want the people us? to find us? Uh, find us on <laughs> Stitcher, Beyond Pod, and Player.fm. Just search Wrestling News Source Podcast to find us. Or do, 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 do. <laughs> I don't know what to do. <laughs> uh, when in doubt, do, 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 do. Yeah, follow the podcast on Twitter. The podcast. Did I say potty? Podcast. I heard podcast. Podcast. Follow the podcast on Twitter at WNS Oops, podcast. <laughs> Cut the oops. You need the WNS podcast. Uh, follow Daniel, WNS underscore Daniel, Tyler Ooh. underscore Aber. Tweet him. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag do 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 do. So there you go. For the podcast crew, I am Daniel Heron. I'm Daniel Heron. No, you're not. <laughs> Say goodnight. Good night. Good night.